that was enthusiastic, Joe. Yeah. I'm getting I'll, good vibes for this show. I'll tone it down. <laughs> yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. Wee! I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fired. That train is off the track. <laughs> I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You were listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is Mother's Day, May 14th, 2023, and this is episode 650. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials. This show, we're going to discuss... The conference semifinals, the firing of Monty Williams, the assured firing of Doc Rivers, John Morant, start of the week, and the uh, playoff predictions. Joining me this show are two of our three analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jamison Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up? Unbeatable. Shout out to all the mamas out there and the grandmamas and the nanas and the great grandmamas. Uh, happy Mother's Day. Hopefully everybody had a good one. Absolutely. And from Asheville, North Carolina, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Yeah. Shout out to uh, all the mothers out there. Uh, my mom's the best mom, but whatever. We can go out back behind the pod and fight about it later. Um, I would like to specifically uh, shout out the pod mothers. Hmm. Um, you know what? Don't feel bad that you raised these children. You're still great. <laughs> is that a message that you've been getting like from any of the pod mothers I mean, look look I, I i know all of them and love them all very much they've helped uh, develop me they're all a little disappointed that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> all right well if you want to uh, maybe get back on their good side if you were able to uh flash some undebeatable cash at them and to do so, it'd be coming from our listeners. Uh, you can support us, the longest-running Pacers podcast, by heading over to patreon.com slash undebeatables, and you can support our show for as little as a dollar per month. Well, as I mentioned at the top, this is episode 650, and I think it's time to check back in about the meaning of some of uh, the podcast episode numbers. Mm-hmm. So it, it's been a minute, but the number 650, what does that number mean? And, of course, where we got to get these from is 
from the angel numbers. I don't know if you guys remember the last time we did this, but these are coming. This is like as scientific as I think uh, it needs to be. <laughs> but the 650 angel number is a sign of optimism. It's the ability to see the glass half full rather than half empty. Also, I don't know about the the writing on this one because it says, besides, you have little faith in your team. Oh, no. Ouch. It says, you have little faith in your team. That's the reason they lack the ability to win. Hmm. Oh, no. It's on us. All these years. It's on us. Oh, no. You have been through a series of bad events lately. The angels want you to have a little faith. Attract positive thoughts and you will receive blessings. You have not seen it yet, but the divine guardians are here to help. The angels are, but messengers thus listen to their words. I know what all these words mean. Well, no, Joe, I, I think I think what they're saying is, I mean, we just hit 650. Right. And the... Draft lottery is on Tuesday, so basically this will be the day after this comes out, or the same day. Um, I think what they're saying is that we're going to get the number one pick, right? Hmm. We we yeah, as a podcast only, only if we have faith, right? Well, yeah. I'm saying we as a podcast clearly are a problem. You know, we're struggling, <laughs> and 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 apparently just ask angels, our moms, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the angels are worried about us, so they're going to come bring us some faith as as long as we. Uh, Believe we can attract it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, is that I don't like know. a is that like a one of those UV lights to attract bugs? Is that mm, what you need to whatever it takes? It? If I need to sleep with UV lights, I will. Um, if I need to um, sing hymns, I don't know. Whatever, whatever. What what do the angels want from me? Ring bells? Isn't that what that was? They know they get a wing. That's that's the old angels. New angels are into like dubstep and stuff. It's pretty cool. <laughs> And and mind alt- mind altering drugs one one would think mm-hmm. yes for sure for sure um, so uh, the, the the most important thing we're about to talk about a lot of wonderful NBA things but the most important thing in Pacer Nation is what happens on Tuesday night Joe do, do do the Angels have the power to give us the number one pick or at least the top four pick so the wisdom is a sign given by the number meaning six fifty. This is the ability to find solutions to issues. And I think Wembenyama is a solution. That's true, but it sounds like they're putting it on us and not just like on greater energies in the universe. I'm also not sure that this entire website has not been either written by ChatGPT or a random word generator. (laughs) Or an angel that's not very familiar with English. Yeah, that's that's fair. English, yeah, it's maybe it's angel with English as the second language. Uh, the so what are we in Roman numerals? If we're it's six fifty or what? We're D C L. No, yeah, I think that's right. Okay, uh, that means draft, coup, lottery. Oh, for the patients. Nice, nice. This so is all falling like into place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You think someone's gonna run some something up? Uh, no, like, no, no, no. I just, I just mean in the sense of a, a, a very, oh, I beneficial see. thing. Like, oh, it was a, it was a coup. We did. Great. I see. Yeah. You, you don't think that like uh, nobody's gonna overthrow Adam Silver? I, I was think. like, you don't think like uh, 
T.J. McConnell is going to be like a shadow puppet behind the scenes or anything like that. Shadow, not shadow puppet. No, I do like that <laughs> idea. <though. laughs> with his hands threatening people with his he's, shadows. He's making bunny uh, rabbits on the yeah, wall yeah. while they're trying to yeah, yeah. do yeah. the lottery. Yeah, yeah. That, you're thinking of a sock puppet, I think, Joey. The sock puppet government. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it's sock puppet government. That's what, uh, yeah, we pretty much have in the United States now is a sock puppet I government. Think I feel like we're doing it wrong if we do it that way. But anyway, we're you know, listen, we're learning. We're learning as we go. Oh, I don't know. We are not. We are devolving <laughs> as we go. <laughs> oh man. Who do you think okay, uh, I asked this last year and I don't remember the answer. Who do the Pacers send to the draft lottery? Uh, uh they sent they sent last year they sent uh Ke- is it Kelly is it Krauskop the like the VP issue, like yeah. the VP of. Oh, okay, right. I think yeah. That's who they sent last year, and mm-hmm. I don't know. And she failed miserably. So. Uh... Well, we only lost one spot. We could have lost more than that. And we Let's also see. got Benedict Matherin, so it kind of worked out. Maybe she's our good luck charm. Maybe. Okay. Okay. You I'll know. I mean, you think about it like that's a good is... rebuttal by you. Yeah. He always. I mean... Any anytime you want an argument with, want to win an argument with me, you just throw. Benedict Matherin in there. Is your starting to go for the foreseeable future? Yeah. (laughs) It's not bad. Right now, it looks like... I just did a quick quick search here. It sounds like they're sending Tyrese Halliburton. Nice. I like this. The franchise. Yeah, it was Kelly Krauskopf last year. She's the GM. The assistant GM Mm -hmm. is her her, uh, position. All right. Assistant to the GM? No, it's assistant GM. Yeah, I don't know. Does uh, does Buddy Heald go along with him at all times? Like, you know, it's like Bert and Buddy. You know, they're just always together. Uh, He's they're definitely going to be off stage. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like, yay! Yeah. Okay. Shadow puppeting. <laughs> Shadow puppeting. Dude, sock puppets. <laughs> all right, what are we talking about, John? <laughs> all right. <laughs> This is my favorite Lord pod ever so far. Knows. This is a serious so, time of year, Colson. We're this is playoff time. <laughs> if you can't tell, six fifty, man. I think this is their peak. <laughs> we, I mean, you think like it, Colson? If if we had been, you know, say we were were from somewhere else and we were doing, you know, like a, a, a Boston Celtics podcast, like you'd be sweating right now because you'd be so excited. And you know you'd be nervous about everything, and uh, that's not where we are. So yeah, we're, you would have gotten so many steps pacing. Oh you know, yeah, back and forth. That's oh. I would have sprained my window. MCL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so where uh, I guess we want to run down the the conference semifinals. They're all done. The last one finished up today, right? So um, let's go run down Eastern Conference. Um, you know the the Miami Heat uh, come off a, a, a you know a convincing win over the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round, taking on the New York Knickerbockers in the second, and they take down the take them down four games to two. I don't know. This one did not seem super duper competitive. Colson, you know, you you seem to be pretty high on the Miami train right now. I am. I mean, I know they're an eight seed, but uh, they, to me, have been the hungriest team uh, in the NBA right now. 
they like look the, the the hippos of the of the NBA. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I I don't know if Spolstra just doesn't feed them. I don't know what's going on, but uh, they. Uh, I just love watching them play basketball. They're just they're feisty. They get it on defense. They they move the basketball. I don't know. Basically, Jimmy Butler running to the baseline is unstoppable. Apparently, um, it, it's just it's so fun, and I. I was thinking about this as I was watching them. Um, you know, this is an eight seed. This is a it's a really big deal. I th- you know, I, I think the there was the eight seed uh, against the Pacers with, with the, the Knicks. Uh, were the, the Knicks, one. yeah, that got all the way to the finals and they beat the Pacers, who were the two seed at the time uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, this this team has the kind of thing that will create fans. Right, like I know this team is just coming off a couple championships. I know that they, um, you know, went to uh, the finals just a couple years ago. Uh, but like watching this team makes me feel like a 10, 12 year old kid again watching those Pacers exceed expectations. And I feel like there's going to be a generation of kids uh, that that are. Miami Heat fans from watching this team. And it just makes me happy for basketball and happy for those kids. Like, this is a really cool story. And, um, you know, uh, Jalen Brunson was great in this series. Like, he, uh, imagine if he was still with Luka Dantich. I mean, this guy is amazing. Um, you know, and, and I think New York fans could be happy that they have this bulldog who can score 40 points a game in the playoffs. And they just need to figure out who to put around him. You know, R.J. Barrett showed some signs. Um, but this is the story about the Miami Heat. It's not about what the Knicks didn't do, I don't feel like. I think it's about what, you know, Spolter is one of the most important coaches in the NBA. And, um, you know, Jimmy Butler is playoff Butler. And Kyle Lowry is, you know, I know he has off games, but he makes winning plays. I This is just a really fun story, and I'm I'm – Annoyed at myself that I'm rooting for the Miami Heat. Yeah, I'm annoyed at you too. Um, and I'm going to quibble <laughs> with some of your points. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is a feel-good story. They had they have no business being where they are now, right? I mean, they were a play-in team. They mm-hmm. had to win. They, they lost a game and then mm-hmm. had to win a game to get mm-hmm. into the, the playoffs, right? And then they, they got a heck of a lot of luck in that Giannis Antetokounmpo played basically two of five games that they played against them. Granted, they they earned that win. Jimmy Butler was amazing. They lost Tyler Hero in that series as well, which has kind of gotten swept under the rug. But um, they definitely play basketball the right way. They're definitely a you know bring your lunch pail to the arena type of team and uh, very very non Miami in that sense. So it is it is I I agree with all of that. I think they got lucky against the the Bucks because I think if Giannis plays, you know, all of those games, they don't win that series. I think that the Knicks, you know, you said the Knicks. It wasn't that the Knicks didn't do anything; it was that the Knicks uh, or the the Heat win. I I disagree. The Knicks did not rebound the basketball. They gave up a ridiculous amount of offensive rebounds throughout this series. Uh, and a lot of them in the fourth quarters of close games, right? And 
you know, that's a testament to Miami and their scrappiness, but it's also a, it was like watching the Pacers um, all over again. I just felt for those Knicks fans. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they've, their path to the Eastern Conference Finals is not as arduous as uh, many, although, you know, that's maybe what today's NBA is, right? I mean, there's a lot of parity in this league, right? We've got an eighth seed in one conference final and a seventh seed in the other conference final. So uh, I think we might be entering a new NFL-esque world where, uh, you know, all the teams in the playoffs have equal chance at some level, at least this year. Well, yeah. I mean, Joe, Joe, how do you feel about that? Like, I mean, we, this is not something that we normally deal with, uh, in the NBA, right? Like normally it's, uh, the one, two, three seed goes to the conference final. Uh, this yeah, is completely I, new. Uh, do you feel like this is a play in game thing? Cause both the Lakers and the heat went through the play in games and we have a couple extra spaces for teams to get hot or, uh, you know, is there more parody? Like, what, how do you feel about this? I, I don't, I'm not, a, I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan, you know, I guess that, you know, I, it's difficult for me to sort of judge the worthiness of, you know, what is, what does the regular season mean? We you know when, when you're not, uh, you know, performing so well and some of it, of course, like, yeah, you, you know, when, when Atenecumpo gets injured in the playoffs or, you know, you're, you're going to obviously, you know, uh, uh, suffer you know your team is going to suffer at, at that point but um you know i think basketball has been one of the most um consistently um be, because of the seven game series you know it's been one of the the the, the sports that the the top seeded teams have done the best best team the always wins yeah well i mean yeah there's, because yeah, there's only five guys on the on the floor so if you have the best player you're typically in really yeah. good shape and there's and with the seven game series, there's lots, you know, like in football, there's, you know, there, it's just a single, you know, there's single games. Anything so can happen. March Madness. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Right. 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 Anything can happen in a single game, but over over seven games, the best team should win. And you know, and 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 you know, in this case, I, I guess the two things is that the the two teams that are in this scenario, you know, the Lakers and the Heat. You know, the Heat have Jimmy Butler who. And other players that have been successful in the playoffs recently, like this, so, this is not new to this team. And the Lakers have LeBron James and and oh oh and AD's out there, and he's generally pretty healthy. And other players, so it's not. I mean, this isn't like these aren't teams that I I I would not want to play these teams at any point. You know, none of these 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 two two particular teams. Were, you know, were, uh, I think could do something like this, but like, you know, do I think the Hawks could have done this? No, like, sure, they're not out of nowhere. You're right. Both these teams were in the finals in the last few years, um, right? I, I I just think it's fun. I I don't know. I, I I've long yearned for the parity and the um, you know that the NFL has and and in uh, the NBA, and it's just not what this sport is. And you know, one of the reasons they gave up that first round five game series was that there's more ticket money if you have a longer and more ad revenue and more TV money in that first round. But another argument was made that sometimes there are going to be upsets and you want the best teams to win in the NBA. And if you've got a five-game series, sometimes the best team doesn't win. So 
this is, I just think this is great. I think it's great for the sport. I'm excited about it. Um, and to get back to Miami, Jason, you made a ton of great points. Uh, the Knicks shit the bed. Julius Randle is not the, the, the star that they need next to Brunson. I don't think he's like... third team all NBA. He's <laughs> God, really? He They're is. Just, I don't somehow. He I is. know he is. I know he is, but I just, uh, how, how did, how is he above uh, Laurie marketing? Did marketing not make it? How is he above like so many people? It's crazy. <laughs> like big, it's insane. big market bias. But I, I just, I, I think that, you know, I think if you've got Brunson, the, the Knicks will be fine. I think they could build some stuff around it. Um, but I just think this is, this is Miami's on a mission and I, and I am, you know, we'll get to it later, but I'm begging them to continue to go far. All right. Well, let's move on to the, the second semifinal one here in the East. We got Philadelphia and Boston, which just finished up today and Boston wins four games to three. Boy, did they. Beating, beating the absolute pantaloons (laughs) off Philadelphia. (laughs) 112 to 88. This game was never in question. And we'll talk about it later, I think. Or, or now, but Doc Rivers. Um, Jason, what was the stat? He, uh, Doc Rivers' coached teams have now lost, I believe, 10 straight closeout games in which Ooh. Ooh. they would have advanced to the next round. Uh, had they won those, I believe that's it's definitely a ten straight closeout game. So I don't, some of those might have been they were you know got put out of the playoffs, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was a, a wildly interesting series, right? Um, Philadelphia stealing game one without Embiid, uh, the the Celtics sort of rallying back, and then also shooting the proverbial bed uh, in a couple games at home, uh, and then. Uh, game six, uh, back, well, in, in Philly, um, and Jason Tatum, the all NBA first team, all NBA air, Jason Tatum, uh, just silent for the first three and a half quarters and then comes alive in the last half quarter, hitting a couple threes and sort of saving the day and winning that game, extending it to a game seven and then, you know, drops 51 today in a game seven and really you know that's something that's going to go down in in celtics lore which is long and and storied so uh i don't know what to make of this team uh i mean i i think they were clearly better than philadelphia this entire time like philly had no business hanging around um they were there because boston squandered opportunities and played like total poop for some long stretches um but i think the better team won the series in the end the more talented team the more versatile team so uh, i'm i'm really curious to see what what happens in the next round but and and i do want to give a shout out to philly i mean so doc rivers and his uh, playoff woes aside and then this doesn't help james harden's legacy too much although he won two games yeah he won two games for him yeah um but that's not what's going to be remembered i don't think I think it will be, it'll get lumped in with the Doc Rivers. You know, he had a 3-2 lead and blew it, basically. Yeah, he did. 
and, and as you said, James Harden, maybe he scored 45 in one game, 42 in another. But I, I think the question here is, you know, Embiid was good, but he wasn't MVP dominant, right? He won the regular season MVP, and he did not take this series and dominate it. You know? I mean, I the mean, game's coming were... off an injury. So sure, I don't know if sure. I'm slack for that. I don't because he's, he's always com- he's always coming off an injury, right? Sure. Like, I mean, he had a great season. I get that, but like, you know, tonight was a great example, right? Like, what was it? I think the first half he was like two of nine. You know, like I don't know what he ended up with, but I so I was watching it at work, and you know, it was back and forth and and fun, and and it seemed like I mean, it was like this is going to be one of those epic game sevens. And, um, you know, at halftime, it's 55, 52, and here we go. And the Sixers couldn't get off 58 points for, like, I don't know, 10 minutes. I kept looking up, and it was still 58. The Celtics scored, like, 20 points in a row. And how can the MVP not get the ball and give me a bucket? Stop the bleeding. Like, he's the MVP. And I think that this is – the blame is going to be dumped on Doc Rivers. And, you know, but, you know, I – Embiid didn't show up in Game 7. No, yeah, and he got chastised by P.J. Tucker in – what was that, Game 4 or something like that? Um, Who were – For not being aggressive. Yeah, Tucker's the the toughest guy on that team. And he's like 38. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. I made that up, but he's an older veteran. For sure. And I mean, you don't need Embiid to be the PJ Tucker type, but you do need him, I agree, to stop the bleeding. You know, demand the basketball. MVP, that's what MVPs do. That's what you right? do. That's what you yeah. do. And and he didn't do that. And, you know, I want my MVP vote back. You know, I just do. Um, this yeah. has got to go to Jokic if I were to do it again. I, I definitely thought Embiid deserved it. But, and I guess it's a regular season award, but. Man, this is very disappointing. I just thought he'd be able to put up a fight, and um, he was not able to today. No, well, for the yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, I got I got no excuses for you. You're right. I mean, again, Doc Rivers not having his yeah, team coach. ready to come yeah. out of the locker room and score, and they scored um, ten points in the third quarter. Like that's just insane. Like mm. you, you can't do that. No, I'm, I'm seriously. Seven. I think it was ten minutes of game time that they were all stuck on fifty-eight. So yeah, Rivers is definitely out, and we'll see what other shakeups happen in the offseason there. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to revisit this the Rivers situation. We need to talk about that anymore. But uh, pulling up some stats on so in in his career in closeout games. His thirty-three losses in fifty game in fifty closeout games as a as a coach. Mm. So he's seventeen and thirty-three in closeout games. Yeah, and that's not a great percentage. And I'm looking here. He's got one, two, three series that they were up three to one and they and they lose mm-hmm. three separate series as a coach and that's only happened what 10 times 12 times in nba history he's lost the most game sevens in nba history oh, God. and he, he i mean he's and it, he won a title though he won a, you can't take that away from him uh i think not in this case no <laughs> Well, like in, in 
college football. Yeah, yeah they in college take football away. you could, but yeah. They take away things for 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 different reasons. That's a that's case, a rough track record for uh, closeouts. That's crazy. Yeah. Does he ever work again, Jason? Yes, he okay. will work again. All right. Will he work again outside of uh, in the in the basketball industry? Do you think he's? Oh, uh, good question. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean yes. Could he work as a server at Chuck E. Cheese? Yes, but I'm just saying, right. will he ever work again as a head NBA coach? Well, he he's the thing. He could never. He could at Chuck E. Cheese. He could never work as the as Chuck E. Cheese. You know. Yeah, as he the... could. He couldn't clopen. You know, because he can't close. So. <laughs> oh, hoo, hoo. Got him. <laughs> Got him. I was gonna say he can't. He can't work in that. Uh, you know the the mouse outfit because he's just too tall. Mm-hmm. Fair, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. less funny, but fair. True, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think both of you win points. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, I mean, it is a good question because the trend in the NBA now seems to be instead of you know treadmilling these older coaches that have had many tries to go with younger, yeah. you know, assistants that are more, a little bit more innovative and and whatnot. So we'll see, but I mean that. You know, there are coaching opportunities out there this season. I heard. Right? So I heard. Uh, there's. I think Red JJ Redick is looking at maybe the Toronto job. Mm. So I think um, uh, I heard uh, Nate Bjorkren's looking at all the jobs. Sure. Yeah, he's throwing <laughs> his hat in the ring always. <laughs> all right, moving out west. Similarly, this the series are over. Both of these end. Four games to two. First one, Denver taking down Phoenix. And game six, Denver wins by 25 in their closeout game. Uh, Colson, you know, I think another MVP candidate, uh, Jokic, do you think he's uh, behaving like an MVP in the playoffs? So I I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he's. I got him. If you okay, want. yeah, it's like thirty and almost a triple double. Yeah, so he's averaging through eleven playoff games thirty point seven points, twelve point eight rebounds, nine point seven assists, <laughs> one point one steals, and point seven blocks. So is he just like on fifty four point nine percent shooting, forty seven point five percent shooting from the range. From the bucks. range. Yeah, forty-seven point five. So, so he's range. thirty, twelve, ten, one and one with forty-seven percent shooting with from the range. Fifty-five, forty-eight, seventy-nine. Are his hands kids. glowing? Or his, <laughs> are his hands and like other like just, sparks coming out of his shoes? Walking around, lighting candles everywhere. Just Joe, right, Joe. I I don't know how many games you watched during the series, but what what amazed me about him and it, and I was actually kind of blowing my mind. He looks so big at times, and he's just like doing, you know, he's just backing guys down and like picking apart the uh, uh, the defense and finding the right open guy. And then also like he has the ability to like take a dude off the dribble, and he looks like small. And I was like, who was that? Who? Oh, oh wait, oh wait, that was Jokic. Like he just, you know, like I feel like he changes shape based on what he needs to be he's doing like, offensively. Yeah, and I don't know that shapeshifters should be allowed at this league. <laughs> that might be against the rules. We got to check the check the rule book. It, you know what? They there's, actually there's, recently there's... outlawed them in uh, sports in Florida. So it's uh, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> along with 
you know, anything else they don't like. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But you know, I, I just checked the rule book and there's nothing saying that shapeshifters can't play. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Shout out Airbud. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I he's just been he's been an absolute genius and uh I he's uh the best basketball player in these playoffs. Uh, I think he's the best. Would you consider him the, the most valuable player in these playoffs? I, I would. I would consider him um yeah, he's a absolute force. His 53-point game was just absolutely magical. And look, Phoenix didn't have enough horses, you know, and I and I thought last week we had a nice conversation Harper and I did about whether, you know, uh Booker just with flame shooting out of his hands and and uh you know, uh Durant would be enough and maybe it could be. Um it just wasn't. They didn't have enough. They needed a third guy. They they got Landry Shamit in one game. Um, you know, Chris Paul was out. DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Ayton is apparently is he even going to be? Oh, thank a, God, s- Phoenix matched that offer sheet. Yeah, no doubt. Because basically, <laughs> you would be stuck with a talented guy that doesn't care to play basketball. He doesn't really care about basketball. Does doesn't want to play in the game six of the. Eastern yeah, Co- or the not, Western Conference semifinals. So. He's not driven. Uh, and did you hear the quote that apparently he said, "I'm just playing for my second contract"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he said that like his <laughs> rookie year. His said, rookie year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he got it, and now he's done playing basketball. So uh, it also is is it's fair that he tried to go to Indiana. He didn't want to be in Phoenix. He had a bad working relationship with Monty Williams. Uh, there's a lot of things. It could be that a change of scenery or a different coach will change uh, his love of the game, but. Um, this was just, it was, it was a typical situation. Uh, the Suns traded away a lot of depth to get those two great guys. I'm not worried about them going forward. They have two of the top 10 players in the league. They will be fine next season. They'll figure it out. Um, but they were just fodder for a team that's going to win a championship. Oh, no, no. I mean, yeah, Phoenix, whatever had happened in this playoffs, they were going to get an incomplete, right? Yeah, because exactly. they only had... 10 games with Kevin Durant playing before the playoffs. And then you saw what a lethal combination he and Booker can be. Can be for sure. Uh, on the floor. And so next year, you know, barring Kevin Durant getting uh, upset and demanding a trade, <laughs> we'll get <laughs> God, two games of a, of a sun season with both those guys. It'll be really interesting to see what happens with Chris Paul and the other pieces around those guys. Um, because that's a lot of money that the Suns are paying to three players. And, well, four. Uh, I mean, you, DeAndre well, Ayton is also yeah, getting thirty right. million dollars a year because the Pacers right. offered him that and they had to match. So that's right. Yeah. So what, whatever happens with Paul and Aiden, yeah, there, there's no, going to be some there, things. There, there. It's like a hundred and forty million dollars for four guys or something like that. It's yep. freaking crazy. Yep. Um. But yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be able to put some pieces around it. Um, I was uh, sad. Sad note. Uh, T.J. Warren. They they brought him in to to be a difference maker. Ex Pacer T.J. Warren, and uh, he was not a difference maker. So he was not. He was still riding that bubble high. Remember how good he was at the bubble? He was so good in the bubble. We just need to put him back in the bubble. The other former Pacer, uh, uh, Tory Craig. Tory Craig. Yeah, he actually was a difference maker in the first round, but not the yeah. second round. No, he looked good. He looked like their fifth starter. He looked like a, the guy I thought he was going to be on the Pacers. <laughs> right. 
uh, and then he stopped being but no, that as Den- well. Denver is for the other thing before we move on to the next one about Denver is they are extra legit this year, not only because Jokic is playing at, on an ethereal plane of basketball, but Jamal Murray is healthy and not only healthy, but able to go into FU mode at certain times. Like in game one, he was electric. And then I think it was game five when so Landry Shamit went off in game four. Right. And that really pissed Jamal Murray off. And so he torched Shamit. Well didn't is that the game where he started all those fights too? Just a bunch of pushing and shoving and getting teased. Yeah, there like, was there was, was definitely a situation. He had to where, get himself wound up, but he ended up, you know, crushing it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um and and there was definitely a situation where the, the Nuggets tried to walk into the sun's uh, huddle <laughs> during a timeout and there was some shoving involved. Uh, and, and Jokic is a little bit of an a-hole. He uh, got into a shoving match with the sun's owner during right. one game. Um, well, the owner wouldn't give him the ball back, which no, that was, yeah, it, it was all ridiculous. It was, it was completely Jokic being an a-hole. Like there was no, it, when I watched the video, that's what I saw, but but love yeah, him uh, he, love, only, you know, he only he only got fined instead of uh, suspended, uh, which is good. Sure. He didn't like slap him or anything. He just tried to take the ball, try to rip the ball away. He did shove him. There was some yeah. shoving. Yeah, he yeah. shoved a governor. It's not great, but it's cool. He made it up the next day. He gave him a game ball. That's true. That was cute. Sweet. Yeah, um, I, yeah I'm with you. Uh, I, there's there's a wonderful thing about. Um, you know, every time you ask Jokic, uh, you know, about the team, he's always like, well, Jamal Murray's our best player and I'm just here to get him the ball. Like, it, it, you know, that's not true at all, but it, you know, Jamal Murray needs to hear that. And that's maybe how that team needs to run. And they've got their stuff figured out. Um, the, the, this team is going to win an NBA title. I'm going to knock on wood because I would like to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Well, the other... The other matchup where we're going to see some potential challengers for that is the uh, the Lakers and Golden State series. Lakers win this one four games to two, and Lakers close this one again. Game six, uh, so I guess game six would be at home for them. Right? Yeah, it was so, in LA. Yep. Right, right, right. And uh, and and the Warriors were awful all season uh, on the road, and this was a pitiful performance. Yeah, a twenty-one point. Blowout victory. You know, we talked this one. This was the one where it was, it was you know haymaker after haymaker, and that's in that series. For the yeah. most, that's yeah. for the most part. That's what this was. Yeah. But the Lakers were just hitting harder, more often. Well, I mean, you had basically Clay Thompson showed up for one game in the series. Like that's not enough. Uh, Steph Curry was electric, but didn't have enough in this game six. I thought. LeBron was just absolutely masterful. He was just backing guys down, picking apart the defense, doing what he wanted. Um, and AD was a beast on defense. And, you know, if Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Wiggins, and Poole can't hit a shot, you're going to win that game, <laughs> which is essentially what happened. Yeah. I think mean, Jordan Poole's a non-factor like, God, this whole series. He was um, just awful. He was... He was not a non-factor. I thought he made them worse. They, you might be right. Um, he, it, it, you know, and uh, 
yeah, they just didn't have enough around them. Uh, I think that Draymond Green was effective. Mm-hmm. Gary Payton was effective, but just mm-hmm. not enough. There's just not enough bucket well, getters team, on that team. This team won a championship last year. The same team. Well, sure, but it you would it, you would admit that last year was a little bit of well. So okay, so I was going to say smoking mirrors, but it wasn't exactly smoking mirrors. Like Jordan Poole was a completely different player last year, right? Not by the fi- by the finals, he wasn't. He was only playing like 15 minutes a game. But yes, he got them there. I would agree with yeah. that. He was yeah, on yeah. fire in the playoffs until the finals. Andrew Wiggins was a completely different basketball player. Last For year. sure. And Wiggins yeah. is coming off an injury this year and has not quite refound his, his footing. Same thing with Gary Payton. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they just, you know, Kirk just couldn't find a lineup, I think, that was effective. And it was, you know, kudos to the Lakers, right? Like, and not just. You know LeBron and AD. I think all the little pieces around those guys have really excelled and found their. Everybody knows their role, right? Like Schroeder does his thing, and D'Angelo Russell is you know happy and playing good basketball right just, now. Yeah, just shoots for fun and hits. Yeah, a bunch. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, doesn't make a ton of mistakes. You know, he he doesn't have the ball in his hands enough to. Well, yeah, you've got Austin Austin Reeves and, and LeBron you know, are largely doing the ball handling role. And then they're like, okay, uh, D-Lo go cook for a little bit. And he right. either does or doesn't. And then, you know, if he and doesn't, Jared they Vanderbilt take just, <laughs> just giving incredible minutes on the defensive end and, and, you know, chipping in offensively every now and then. Hachimura and, was, and, you know, explosive. Yeah. And, and, and the name, Austin Reeves, is that the guy's name? Austin Reeves. Like, just out of nowhere, this guy is an absolute impact basketball player that, you know, attacks and creates things for his team, and and his clutch, and it's just a straight up bucket. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's the third best player on a team it's that's in the, in the in the conference finals. It's bananas. It's bananas. Yeah, it's great. So. But yeah, so the table the table is set for oh uh, I, for the for conference finals. Um. We skipped over. Yes, you, we, well, we can we can we can go back to it. As we skipped over Money Williams being fired. We talked about it earlier. I guess we don't have to talk about it anymore. I thought that was next. I thought. We okay. Were yeah, yeah. 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 We, we, Thanks we for the segue, John. Well, no, but we don't. About, we, we, don't we don't have to talk about Doc because we already talked about Doc. So that was the. Yeah. That was where right. I was thought we were gonna like stick them together. Okay. Cool. I, I'm editing this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> It'll be fine. Do you want to throw it to a break now, Joey, and then we can come out with Stat yeah, of the we Week can and come out hot. Yeah, we can do that. Do well, the then, rest. Yeah. Let's take a let's take a quick break. We'll come back in the second half, talking about uh, the coach situations that have been changing, and uh, whether or not you should be uh, flashing guns when you're broadcasting on the internet. And so that's the week predictions on the next round, all that good stuff. You have you spoiler have... alert, guns. Don't do that. You have the best outros, Jeff.
right, team, we are back from the break. Yeah, we'll definitely be talking about some more basketball stuff, but we got more important things for the moment. It's my stat of the week. Joey, stat of the week! This one might be a problem for, for some people out there. But Netflix... They may, they're in the news all the time. They're doing all sorts of stuff. But one thing may have flown under the radar is that the DVD in the mail service is going to end in September. Oh, it's over. It is over. They they actually, when they started the company, it was 2007, and that's all they did was, was the, you know, the disc mailing service. And that's all it was for, for many years. And... In uh, the early 2000s, they added the streaming service. Uh, I think they raised the price, but it was uh, they added that on. I don't think you had a choice in the matter. And well, as 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 uh, entertainment consumers uh, since then, you know, have come to to realize. And as Netflix gets baked into everything that's out there, you know, it's it's on your Playstations, it's it's on your smart TVs, it's you know any of the the you know the fires whatever any any of the the video uh, playing devices have Netflix on there. It's probably on the smart fridges. You know, it's definitely on my you know washer and dryer. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to miss your show when you're changing a load. You know. I, I mean that's the thing. You know, so you know I don't know who's gonna get voted off the island. So uh, you don't want to miss it. So it's baked into about everything that the you know that that can that can display video, and so um, the streaming obviously took over, and they they left their their left their uh, DVD service in, in place for a long time. They actually I, I do remember this in two thousand eleven there was a, a attempted rebranding. They were going to spin off the DVD service, and they named the the company they were going to use uh, Quickster, and it's Q W I K S T E R, and it was going to be kind of spun off, and then it was going to also do like video game rentals. You, you know, same idea. You, you ship the discs back and forth, but um, everyone hated it. And within three weeks, they just shut the whole thing down. So, um, so shout out to angry customers. <laughs> so. They said in the in their life of the shipping DVDs, they shipped over five billion discs since yeah. nineteen ninety seven. So this is, a, this is a double whammy for uh, for my parents because uh, they actually still got DVDs from Netflix. Yeah. they had the queue and they just mm-hmm. you know worked their way through. They still have a DVD sure. player. Uh, and then also as former employees of the postal service, I'm, you know this mm. is. Major lost revenue for, for the sure. uh, postal yep. service too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched all of Dexter via ah, interesting. Yeah, via DVD through the mail. Well, not Once, I didn't see uh, all the seasons. I've watched the first three seasons. It would be it like gets, this it thing gets where... whack after that. I think. Was <laughs> like, uh, we'll he? Is that a after the John Lithgow season? It was like uh, weird. Yeah. Okay. I think I stopped there because. Um, I sold my DVD player. <laughs> right. Yeah. What was Dexter? What was the? Is it a? Yeah, he's a, he's a good serial killer. Let's say he's the he's the anti-hero. Okay. He's an anti-hero. Uh, it was it was sure. a it was a great show, and I would you know you get two discs at a time, and it was like you know 
four or five or six episodes on each disc and so you would watch it and then like send it back immediately and wait a few days to to watch mm-hmm. the next you know you could binge it for a night or two but then you had to wait right for the mail yeah i had also i you know it was really impressive to me because that you know the, the, the that's sort of what helped put uh blockbuster you know in the ground and the, just the fact that the, just the sheer selection that you had you know it was just it, all sorts of things from all over the world and it was amazing and um uh, I, I watched i watched all sorts of stuff about that yeah and i i remember like you know mulling the decision to because of that john because you had to wait for some of those and some of them was like look i don't want to wait so what, what, what you would do is you could pay a little you know they had all these different tiers you pay a little bit extra to add one more to your you know uh in in use you know you could have three at a time if you paid a little bit extra and that way you know you, the the sting from uh, the postal you know the the shipping time you know didn't didn't get you so so much sure so, so well, you know, I, I I think I've told this story on the pod before, maybe not. Uh, I worked uh, at a um, video store uh, around uh, you know two thousand uh, two thousand one, uh, and it was you know online streaming and things and the and the mailing stuff had really started to to damage the industry, and we were um, suffering, um, but. Uh, we were doing better than the local blockbuster store because we had porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shout out major video in New Orleans. <laughs> well, those cowards at Blockbuster wouldn't wouldn't. Uh, yeah, they were like cutting out want. like sex scenes from the movies. Like, they, lame. Well, you guys, you know, famously, we've we've talked. Uh, you guys have clowned me for not. We, we, nothing we have done has been done famously. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to sneak that by. It didn't work. Uh, you guys have clowned Almost me got a spit many time. times for <laughs> for for uh, for for not seeing so many movies. But I, you know, I did do Netflix stuff, but it was clearly not the same. You know, clearly I wasn't watching the good stuff. I was watching, you know, the, the you know the, the some whatever weird thing that I would find or. You know, for many years, I would come home after my shift at a restaurant, and uh, I would watch. I would stop at the at the video store. There was like a dollar VHS section, so I would just pick up whatever looked wild. VHS, the, yeah, in the VHS section. Cause, well, because it was like VHS was dead, and they still had them in the store, so they, you know, they'd already paid for them. So let's get get. Get some money out of these. Uh, milk, milk a few extra dollars out of those. Milk a few, like a few Mag- single Magnetic dollars. <laughs> yeah. What was the favorite thing you 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 watched, Joe? The one I remember the <clears throat> most was the was the what is the um, slaughter like the Slaughterhouse Five uh, <laughs> adaptation, which was not great. That sounds know. awful. You know, it was it was you know it's just. That book does not lend itself to uh, to be a movie real well, and they tried it anyway, and mm. didn't work. Didn't work. So it goes well. And and so Joe, I think goes. we've we've talked about this before. I mean, my book doesn't lend itself to the adaptation as well, and that's why that 
That's why land tumbling backwards hasn't been a major motion picture. I mean, you've had a few meetings for sure, but the the creative vision just hasn't. They can't. They can't get there. I I understand. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a visual medium. All right, we've got a few more things we want to talk about before we get out of here. The first one, uh, Coulson, you wanted to talk about. Monty Williams got fired. For what? What did he do? No, I, I'm not sure that this is, this is the right move here. Um, he had two great toys to play with, and the rest of a, a shell, a, a, you know, a shell of a roster that had been gutted for Kevin Durant, um, and his other two good players were injured. I, Monty Williams had four seasons with the Suns. Um, this reeks to me like a, a brand new owner uh, who came in and you know wants to make some changes and is probably got a hair trigger right now and he fired him like immediately after the game <laughs> like like I don't know how how long Monty Williams had in the uh, in the locker room before he got <clears throat> the pink slip so I I, I don't know I, I might have given him another year but you know I don't I don't pay for the I don't pay the paychecks. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I think I think it's a bit of a quick trigger, but the counter argument is that Monty Williams, uh, in the, his last two elimination games, so the last two playoffs, lost by like a grand total of sixty points or something. Oh, like it that. was a brutal so, blowout, awful uh, loss at home sure. again. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and if you all remember, last year they lost to the Mavericks in a game seven at home by thirty points or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's just, you know, he's trying to preempt the uh, Doc Rivers situation. <laughs> sure. so. He basically this was this is a mercy kill, is what you're saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Monty Williams will get another job, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, how do you, how do you feel? Do you want Monty Williams as a, an assistant coach for the Pacers uh, to to help train up uh, Victor Wembanyama? As an assistant coach, I mean, yeah. Okay. Please. All right. I mean, he probably deserves, a, a, you know, a head coaching job, but... I mean, not according to know. the Suns owner. The, the Suns hired Chris Paul. Like, I don't... They lost <laughs> all credibility years ago. You, but, you know, you know, uh, the Suns owner is like 34 years old, right? You know that? He's like a <laughs> child. Right, sure. I don't know his name, but um, he's, he's Ishbia. Ishbia, that's right. But he's like he's literally like ten years younger than us. I have done so many poor things with my life. <laughs> oh, he owns my mortgage. Okay, got it. Cool. <laughs> he owns the Mercury too. Oh yeah, he's actually oh. really excited. He wants to make the Mercury the the number one team in the WNBA as well as the. Sons in the uh, NBA. Excited dude. Uh, used to winning at life. Thinks he's going to start winning in the NBA and the WNBA. We'll see how it goes. It, what, getting Kevin Durant wait, what, is not a bad start, honestly. Hold on. No, he's 43 years old. Yeah, yeah still. He he's, he's still yeah. younger than I am. He's a, he's a baby. He's a baby. <laughs> still younger than I am. He's the youngest governor in the NBA. Oh, yeah, he's younger than me by not that much. Look at me, I'm so young. 
Shut up, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I'd say some stuff, but I don't know if uh, you're even going to be able to hear it. All right. And then we guess we'd, we'd also just, we, we went over the Doc Rivers, you know, we, we this guy, his uh, closeout elimination. There's 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 a lot of good guys out there that, that uh, guys and gals that, that, that deserve a shot as a head coach. And Doc Rivers, uh, we know who Doc Rivers is. If you want some Doc Rivers, he's available. Shout out Toronto. Yeah, Toronto needs a, needs a coach. All right, team. Oh, let's see. We need to do. We need to talk about the Harper's predictions. The, rest of the, the series, yeah, the predictions for the <laughs> for the conference finals. So in the East, Miami, Boston, and and as of recording, there have been no games played. Colson, I want you to go first. Um, I was afraid I was going to miss this pod, and I went ahead and sent my picks, and so I'm going to stick by those. Um, I think Miami wins this in six. I I said this before the Boston-Philly game. I said they take on all comers. I think Miami is on a mission. I think um, Boston is flawed. I think they have the most talent in the NBA. I think they have the ability to get to the highest level, maybe outside uh, outside of Denver. Um, but they they're so inconsistent and I can't I think that Miami is their dogs and they're gonna go after that inconsistency and they're gonna win games um, if you take your foot off the gas which Boston has shown over and over again the ability to do um, I think I think Miami is going to the finals as an eight seed so I'm, I'm picking Miami in six Wow. I'm going to differ. I agree with you on a lot of the points you made. I think that Boston is completely inconsistent. I do not trust them at all. Um, Rookie head coach. They have a rookie head coach who is going to get his pants coached off him by Eric Spolstra. Spolstra. Yeah, Yeah, and he Um, he did. He he got his pants coached off in certain games by Doc Rivers, who just got fired. Until Doc Rivers got in his own way. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, Exactly. However, I think that the, just the talent gap is just insane between these two teams, I think. Um, and, you know, Jimmy Butler has had a relatively easy go of it as far as defenders he's had to face <laughs> this far in the that is fair. in the playoffs. And uh, the Celtics have several guys that they can throw at him, most notably uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And Marcus uh, Smart. And Marcus Smart, Malcolm and Brockton, Al Horford, maybe Derek just White. For some size, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think it's going to be hard. You know, one of Miami's faults all year has been their ability to manufacture points. Right, right. that's true. And I think it's just going to be that much harder for them to manufacture points against the Celtics. An and, excellent point. And the Celtics will stumble their way into a, a finals again, uh, despite trying to trip themselves at every. Step so I'm going to take the Celtics in seven. I think it's going to take them all seven games, and probably Jimmy Butler is going to miss a a three pointer again in oh. game seven or something. Oh. No, you make a good point. I I hadn't really thought about Celtics' ability to take away Jimmy Butler just because no one has been able to take away Jimmy Butler so far. Right. Um, and you know I thought Horford 
completely took away uh, Embiid for stretches in this series and could probably take away Bam Adebayo. Um, and they don't have a ton of other depth. You know, uh, Duggan Robinson is inconsistent. Um, Kyle Lowry will give you two good games, but that's not enough to win a series. You're probably, that's the smart pick. Um, I'm just still, I'm going to stay with the hot hand though. Joe, what do you think? I I think, I mean, I, mean, I think for, for Jason's reasons, uh, you said Miami, and, or sorry, you said Boston in seven, right? Yeah, I, I'll, uh, I'll take one step even further and say they can do it in six. Um, I don't know. I, I absolutely think Boston has uh, a, a lot better just overall talent. Uh, the Miami squad has been super resilient, but right, yeah, there's been, you know, it, you know, they they went up against, um, you know, a, a, not gutted, but a, um, a reduced power Milwaukee, inexperienced New York, and you know, Boston, I, they're gonna they'll turn it on when when they when they have to. I mean, Miami didn't go to seven games with either of those teams, and both of them yeah. had better records and potentially superior talent. I, I don't know. I I think I think six is probably six Boston and six is probably the right call, but I think what Harper would say <laughs> is, um, you know, Eric Spolstra is the best coach in the NBA, mm-hmm. and his favorite. And his favorite. Um, he would also say that Boston's the deepest team in the league. I think Harper goes with Boston Sweep here. Mm. Boston Harper. Sweep. Which is interesting because he has such a Miami style, you know? Like, yeah. always with a no shirt and a, a vest, you know, combo. Yeah. It's so much pink. And yeah. a lot of pink. A lot of yeah, pink. a lot of pink and a lot outfits. of open vests. Yeah. Yep. I... Um, but he is a cerebral guy. He's a thinker, so mm-hmm. that overcomes a lot of the the foibles. You know, it's so funny room. how much we know that he has Miami style, but we don't talk about it on the pod. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good for us to break. That well, up. I mean, because for us, it's it's just yeah, it's just that's who hard. he is, right? Yeah, yeah. I, when he's not here, we sort of that... can reflect on it a little bit. Did we ever bring up that he wears shades every? Every show, I I I have I've known this man for uh, I, I don't know thirty years, and I've never seen yeah. his eyes. He was that he was that kid in high school that could even get away with it in class. You mm-hmm. know, he just wears mm-hmm. sunglasses in class. It was amazing because his future was so bright, right? That's right. So three of us on Boston and and Colson over there on an island. Okay, I got this. I'm. I'm I'm going to get all the points. I'm fine. Sounds great. All right. And in the Western Conference, Denver playing the L.A. Lakers. Not the Clippers, mind you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not the Clippers. The Lakers of Los Angeles. Jason, we'll start with you here. I mean, so LeBron is the king. He's up there. AD has stayed healthy somehow throughout these playoffs. But... Man, every time I watch Denver play, I think that they're the best team in basketball right now. Like, they just, they do not get, it is rare when you see a possession where they have a bad shot. 
like you know shock the, the play gets broken up and the shot clock's running down and they have just heave something that like never happens for them and i think that you know the lakers are way better than i thought they would be at this point in time but uh, they have not faced a uh offense like this anthony davis is gonna have to deal with Jokic all of a sudden and i i don't think he's gonna do a good job with that he'll do as good as anybody else (laughs) in the league but sure uh yeah so i mean the lakers are solid they'll steal a couple games so i'm gonna take denver and denver and six wow okay joe where are you at well yeah no it's i mean this is a tough one you know i i and I think I think the Lakers really want to prove how good they are. You know, it's been, you know, they won that they won the title a couple of years ago, and but um, it was the bubble title, right? So there was a lot of there some was people a, say that's the toughest title. That's what LeBron would say, for sure. Others, you know, I, I, I think you know they, LeBron wants to prove his his, you know, legacy for his stint in L.A. I mean, like, he's done, you know, amazing things throughout his career. But, you know, the, he wants to maybe earn a non-Asterix title uh, at, at this place. And, you know, and I think, you know, back then, he was leaning on, you know, Frank Vogel was steering that ship. And I sure. think, you know, Vogel was the, the key piece out there at the time, and Vogel's not there anymore. So he wants to show, I think LeBron needs to prove that he can he can win without Vogel. That's probably right, right? <laughs> I think that's totally fair analysis, yeah. I read so many articles yes. about how that's Vogel's title. Mm-hmm. So you're picking LA? So you're picking the Lakers, huh? I'll I'll pick the Lakers. I think this is wow. I think it's not uh, I think it's it's it, it's not uh, probably the smartest pick, but I I know um, I love it, Joe. I mean, I I I think I, I LeBron doesn't have a big window left. I mean, like I said, in stretches, he is still the you've most. You've been saying that for you've been saying that for. 10 I years. know that's true. I have been, but and in stretches, he's still the most dominant player in the game. Um, he's still the smartest player in the game, and you know, I just think that he has a healthy AD who's playing outstanding defense right now. He's got a bunch of guys that can show up at different times. Um, you know, he's got he has six guys that might be the X factor in a game. LeBron kind of waits and takes his turn. Does he need to score right now? Does he need to pass right now? And I think he's kind of at the master of his craft, even though he's he's past his athletic prime. Um, I think winning this fifth title would utterly change um, his place in history from the second greatest player of all time to the second greatest player of all time. You know, like, I mean, on some <laughs> level, you know, like, people are always going to have this argument about him and Jordan. But I really do believe that you've got to have that fifth to match Magic and, and um, Kobe, you know, uh, match these other Lakers and um, get above that, you know, Curry four titles. I, I think it would matter a lot. And I think he knows that. And I think he's he's been saving up a bunch of stuff this season to... To make this happen, and so I don't hate your pick, buddy. I, I, yeah, I really, I, mean, that's kind I, of I think you're, I think you're not wrong. From, you know? I mean, I'm choosing against you, but yeah, I mean, you're doing the right thing. 
So what I've decided is that um, this is a home crowd series. Uh, the uh, Nuggets have mile high. Um, it's really hard to win there. They had I th- one of the best home records in the league, if not the best, all season. And um, the Lakers um, are really good at home. They have been. I don't think they've lost a home. Well, did they lose one? Yeah, they lost one home game. No, I don't think they have in this playoffs. Um, the Lakers have been the number one defense in this playoffs. Denver has been the number one offense. I think this is going to be really interesting. Um, I think it's a home and home and home and home and home. And this goes seven games and Denver wins by like 30 in game seven. Hmm. But LeBron's going to put on a show at least in one or two games. Uh, most likely in LA. <laughs> And I think Jokic is going to score 40 a night. You know, with the one thing, I don't know if we've talked about this, but there's a... Uh, do you think the writer strike is going to uh, affect the, the writing for the playoffs? Mm. It's a good point. It could get messy. Yeah. So I don't know how... The, I don't know if they, how they wrote this one. It's <laughs> a good point. We're going to let the... Uh, let this play out, like, naturally? That's not going to get the writers. That's not the way the NBA goes normally. Yeah. No. No. Well, ratings-wise, we'd have a Lakers-Celtics. Yeah, final. oh my goodness. Yes, that would be sure. everything. But I think Miami-Denver is way more fun. And, I mean, that's what uh, that's what uh, Harper's uh, rooting for, by the okay. way. Uh, mm. I mean, he loves, loves Anthony Davis and uh, sees him averaging a triple-double. He said, mm. "Oh yeah, he wow. said he th- this is the this is the series that unlocks his passing. I think he did say that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and weirdly, not his scoring. Like he's going to be. It's going to be like Draymond Green level triple doubles. Like 10, <laughs> 10, 10 and ten. You know. <laughs> no, like ten, twenty, and ten. 10 right? 20 He'll get his twenty rebounds. Okay. Sure. Yeah. No, he's got Lakers in five though. It's uh, he's very confident. Lakers in five. Yeah." Wow. Oh. All right. That's... Well, because, you know, because LeBron probably sleeps in one of those uh, hyperbaric chambers or something like that. So playing that. at altitude mm-hmm. is really not a disadvantage for him. Okay. What he's going to do in this next round, pass the hyperbaric chambers off to his teammates. He's already done that, actually. I already know that he bought the hyperbaric chambers for all of his teammates. Well, yeah, it, it's it, there's <laughs> there's definitely a, a montage of... of... Him taking the entire team out and like hiking four fourteeners, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With Austin Reeves, like, yeah. I bet he did one better. I bet he once they, you know, they knew they were in the conference final and going to play Denver. They they got a few days before that's going to happen. So what he did is he probably flew them to Nepal. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Went halfway up Mount Everest. Just okay. did base camp. Okay. You know, up there for a few days. And they're just playing practice. Up oh, they're there. mostly just chilling, but, you know. <laughs> so they're just getting acclimated. I thought they were yeah, actually exactly. going to be doing drills, like wind sprints no, 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 and no, no, stuff. No, no, no. So that's the whole thing, is they're acclimated now. They're pre acclimated. Okay. And then they're just going to fly straight to Denver and they'll be ready to go. So you, so this is, you're reporting this? Is this insider information or is this just. A no, this is just my. Speculation. Speculation. Based on what I have seen about the way LeBron James prepares for games. Look, if if LeBron wins this series, 
I'm just yeah, I'm thrilled for him. I I I find myself rooting for his greatness. I just do, but I think it's Denver's time. All right, Harper. You I'll never understand last. how you pick, but all right. Well, I think that wraps it up for us this week. We'll be uh, probably back with you next week. Oh, actually, it was so. I, I texted Harper. I did. I did the courteous thing and texted mm. Harper. He did take L.A. and Boston. Nice. In six. Both of them. Both of them in oh. six. Okay. We can switch that. L.A. in six. Fix it in post. Did we have Boston in six already? I forget when he, he did pick Boston, right? Yeah. All right. So he's got them both in six. I like it. He's he's going with uh, writer's strike. We don't know how to write an interesting uh, story. Let's just go yep. with the old so you let's know, write reruns. Another Marvel movie. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. She says, you know, I think Adam Silver's sits down to his chat GPT and says, like, you know, what are the best? What are the best series? Right. Well, so with this, they would both be going for their 18th title. They both have 17 titles right now. I think that's the thing as as a franchise. Right. So this would be the uh, the one for keeps series. You know, the other thing too is I think, you know, there were some other in the past there have been writer strikes, and the outcome of that was like reality TV, right? Like, uh, yeah, but we don't, don't we don't we don't want that. We don't want reality. I don't want that. I'm no. just saying that that I think that we didn't have. I mean, the that, AI that yeah, we, I mean, you know what we're gonna have now is artificial intelligence written television. Right. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was listening to some TV writers talk about talk about that, and essentially, they there was a, like a script being passed around for um, a, a episode of I think Thirty Rock that was like written by AI, and they the their description of it was like this seems like it was written by a bad writer, mm-hmm. uh, but they're saying that was the scary part. It wasn't that it, it didn't seem like it was written by AI. It was just sitting, written by somebody who didn't know how to write well. And they said that's scarier because it actually does seem like it was written by a person. Yeah. I mean, if you can get a bad script, you get, you know, you get humans to punch it up, but you no longer need people to actually write original content. Um, And then you just get basically punch up writers and you just lost a ton of your personnel. Yeah, it's not great. No. As as, as anyway. spoken from somebody who doesn't get paid for writing. <laughs> but not because of AI. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them that, Joe. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, before I spill all your secrets, uh, let's get out of here. Uh, that, until... Jay, I'm sorry. Real quick. Jason... I don't think we're allowed to like text people when they're not on the show anymore. Now he's gonna like win this thing. <laughs> well, sorry, man. I, yeah, the no. soft the softy in me came through. All sorry. Right. Fair enough. <clears throat> I mean, the thing is, we weren't. We basically picked what he picked. Yeah, so. <clears throat> we just picked a. I think we picked a sweep for Boston, and yeah, we picked a sweep for Boston and a sweep for LA. Right. But like, he picked the same teams, so it's right. 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 All right. Fair enough. Until next time, you can hit us up on social media. We are on Twitter at Undebeatables. 
Facebook.com slash The Indebeatables. Our website is TheIndebeatables.com. There's also a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message. Uh, shout out at TheIndebeatables.com is uh, where you can email us at the website slash store. Speaking of the website, careful, uh, carefully observing listeners will show that we removed our Twitter feed from the website because uh, integration's broken and it is not fixable by our host. So you got to go right to our Twitter page to get those sweet, sweet, up-to-date tweets. Do we still tweet? Is that a thing? Or we're, we're just unsecured tweeting? I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> we're just tweeting into no, the no, we, tweetosphere. We we've always been blue tweeting. And... We've been tweeting without protection for a long time. It's Sir, that's not a good method, my friend. It's usually fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, Get us out of here. Dude, it's, yeah, stop tweet disease. Use protection. <laughs> For the architect Donnie Walsh and our once and always Hall of Fame coach. Turn out the lights, the party's over. I didn't use any of my accents this episode. Yeah. Yeah, what uh, happened? This is going to be a there, whole buddy? accent episode. What's up, Malty Williams? Would you like a spot of tea? Where do you think Monty's from? I think Monty is a British name, so I just I came up with a British thing. That's actually not even his real first name. I understand that, Joey. That's why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, his... his, his... <laughs> Do I need to explain humor to you? Chat GPT. Summarize humor for Joey. No, his, like his first name is Tavares. Okay, cool. <laughs> I get nothing for Tavares. I don't know. It's like a Game of Thrones name, and I, I never watched those shows. Yeah, so. Yeah. so still an English accent. Okay, cool. Um, I, I do want to say to all our Pacer friends, uh, uh, Pacer fans and friends and, and uh, uh, listeners, I'm holding us all in our little cup of angel love that we get uh, mm. the number one pick. Yeah, indeed. This is the the this would be the most important thing that ever happened to us since Reggie Miller hit twenty five points in the fourth quarter. You're probably not wrong. Oh wow! I'm finding I looked on a different site for Angels numbers. Uh oh, uh oh. We got a, we got we got uh, fighting Angels here. Warring no, Angels. I don't think they're fighting. I think it's just like from a different angel perspective. Um, this one, 650 also contains um, providing for the self and others. Grace, gratitude, yourself. personal willpower, independence, initiative, finding solutions, and overcoming obstacles. How is that not so every number? One pick? That's kind of what we should all be doing, right? Number zero pretends, uh, represents potential and or choice, as in who you're going to choose in the draft. Joe, I'm starting to feel like um, angel numbers are kind of bullshit. Whoa! <laughs> where did this come from? It's just word salad. It's, this is potential or not potential. 
This guy's out of control. Um, he is. I, I I I got good news for you guys. Okay. Though. I just did a. I went to Tankathon, pressed the sim lottery button once, and the results are in the chat. Oh, number one pick. Hell yeah. I'm gonna do it once too. We'll see what I can come up with. Uh, I typed in Tankathon. That's different. <laughs> oh, Joe. You better delete your browser. Very That's different a, site. The feds are coming after you. You have so many viruses on your computer right now. <laughs> You've got children. Do not do not pull that up. Let's see. I'm going for it. Sim lottery. Detroit. Mm, what did we get, Pacers? Uh, we got the eighth pick. Yeah, that's probably behind Portland, and behind San Antonio. All right, this one's not real. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, do a simulator on Take a Thong, and uh, see what comes up. <laughs> uh, oh, you got a you got a frilly one. <laughs>